Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. On today's episode, we are going to look at the idea of free education. Should university be free? This question has been debated for many years. The costs of university have been rising every year, and more and more graduates are struggling with large amounts of debt. In particular, poorer students are normally those who need to borrow money the most. Should they be punished for wanting to educate themselves? Should taxpayers pay for the education of other people? All of these questions will be addressed in today's episode of Thinking in English. Remember to check out our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, link in the description. You can find the whole transcript of today's lesson. And also take a look at our Instagram. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on our blog thinkinginenglish.blog Proportion 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 is the number or amount of something when compared to the whole. For example, children make up a large proportion of the world's population. Tuition 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 is teaching especially when given to a small group or one person, such as in a college or university. For example, all students receive tuition in math. To saddle with. To saddle with. To give someone a responsibility or problem that they do not want and thus will cause them a lot of work or difficulty. For example, the company is saddled with debt. Crippling, crippling. Causing serious injuries or harm. For example, the bomb attack dealt a crippling blow to tourism in the country. Default, default, a failure to do something, such as pay a debt, that you legally have to do. Any default on your mortgage payments may mean you will lose your house. Burden, burden, a burden is something difficult or unpleasant that you have to deal with or worry about. Buying a house is often a large financial burden on young people. Notably, notably, important or deserving attention. For example, other sports have had work stoppages, most notably baseball. Vocational, Vocational. This means providing skills and education 
that prepare you for a job. For example, this school offers vocational programs in welding, electrical work and construction. And finally, amenity. Amenity. Something such as a swimming pool or shopping centre that is intended to make life more pleasant or comfortable for the people of a town, hotel or other place. For example, the council is spending money on many new public amenities. What is the key to success? How do you improve your career prospects? Or enter the respected professions such as law, medicine or academia? How do you earn a good salary? Or make international connections? There is no one answer to these questions. However, education and in particular university level education goes a long way to achieving this success. Research from the Sutton Trust, a respected UK-based educational think tank and charity, suggests that despite a large and increasing proportion of the UK workforce holding higher education qualifications such as degrees, university graduates still enjoy a large earnings advantage over non-graduates. In the UK, male university graduates earn on average 28% more over their lifetime compared to non-graduates, while for female graduates this is 50% more. Furthermore, the better the university attended, the greater the graduate's earning potential and career prospects. However, university is not free. Around the world, tuition fees have been rapidly rising over the last few decades, to £9,000 a year for UK domestic students, and even more in the US. Moreover, the additional expenses can be even greater than tuition. Accommodation, insurance, textbooks, food, living expenses. The average graduate in the UK has £40,000 worth of debt by the time they graduate. Think about that. That is the average figure, which means a considerable amount of people have even higher debt. And I'm one of those graduates. I have two student loans, one for an undergraduate degree, one for a master's degree which combined with unfriendly interest rates on these loans makes it unlikely I will be able to pay off my loan anytime soon. In particular, it is the poorer students around the world who are normally saddled with the larger sums of debt. The rich don't really need to borrow to fund their education. This situation has led to renewed calls to consider reducing tuition, tuition fees or even abolishing fees in entirety. The rest of this podcast 
is going to look at some of the positives and negatives regarding making university tuition free. First, and one of the most convincing arguments, is that tuition-free education will help decrease crippling student debt. As I already mentioned, the average student in the UK graduates with around £40,000 worth of debt. This is a combination of loans for tuition and loans for living expenses. And they also face harsh interest charges. In fact, a 2019 report claims that 83% of all UK graduates will never pay their loans back in full. This is because of a relatively kind repayment plan. Nevertheless, if they are never going to pay the loan back, and the government knows this, why do they insist on continuing the loan system? The situation is even worse in the USA, which doesn't have the same kind of repayment plans. Student loan debt in the United States currently exceeds $1.5 trillion, with 44.2 million Americans having student loan debt, and 10.7% of these borrowers in default. In the words of US Senator Bernie Sanders, an advocate for free college, it is insane and counterproductive to the best interests of our country and our future, that hundreds of thousands of bright people cannot afford to go to college, and that millions of others leave school with a mountain of debt that burdens them for decades. That short-sighted path to the future must end. On the other hand, nothing is ever truly free. Tuition-free college is not free college, and students will still have large debts. Tuition is only one of the main expenses university students face. In fact, it is not always the biggest expense. In the US, for example, fees, uh, accommodation fees, room and board for an on-campus housing are on average $11,000 while books, supplies are another $1,240, um, transportation adds another $1,000, and other expenses can cost another $2,120. Therefore, even without tuition fees, college still costs an average of over $15,000 per year per person. Reducing tuition fees will of course reduce debt to some extent, but it will not solve the fundamental problems. A second argument is that free education has been of great benefit to countries in the past. For instance, the US economy and society has benefited from tuition-free college, notably through the 1944 GI Bill, which ensured military service members, veterans, and some of their families could attend college tuition-free. The GI Bill allowed 2.2 million veterans to earn a college education, and another 5.6 million 
to receive vocational training, all of which helped expand the US middle class. GI Bill recipients generated an extra $35.6 billion over 35 years and an extra $12.8 billion in tax revenue. The 1944 GI Bill paid for the educations of over 22,000 dentists, 67,000 doctors, 91,000 scientists, 238,000 teachers, 240,000 accountants, 450,000 engineers, three Supreme Court justices, three presidents, many congressmen, at least one Secretary of State, 14 Nobel Prize winners, at least 24 Pulitzer Prize winners, many famous entertainers, and many more people. In contrast, opponents of free education often argue that taxpayers would spend billions to subsidize tuition, while other university costs remain high. Removing tuition fees entirely will require tax increases, or it will force governments to move existing resources into higher education and away from other priorities like healthcare, prisons, roads, and school education. Governments could lose money from public institutions' tuition fees while actually having to invest more to subsidize education. This argument can be summed up through this question. Why should people who want to go to college get it paid for in part by people who don't go to college? Especially when tuition fees don't just pay for teaching and libraries but go towards gyms, restaurants, cafes, and other amenities for students. Finally, everyone deserves the opportunity to get a college education. Tuition fees, however, are often a problem facing poor and disadvantaged young people. The more educated people are, the more money they will earn, the more tax they will pay and the more qualified people will be in the workforce. If college is essential for building a career and being a full participant in society, shouldn't it be free, paid for by public money, and treated as a right of all members of the country? However, will a free university actually have this effect? Well, some argue that tuition-free college will actually decrease completion rates, leaving students without the benefits of a full college education and degree. Students will enrol at a free college, borrow money for the cost of attendance. Then they might drop out and have a student loan, but no skills. Potentially millions of young people who do not have uh, any business attending college would waste their time and taxpayers' dollars seeking degrees they will not obtain. So here is today's final thought. Over this episode, we've looked at a number of arguments for and against free university education. On the one side, everyone deserves to be educated and shouldn't be saddled with unmanageable debt doing so. On the other hand, 
nothing is ever free. And should those who don't go to university have to pay for others' education? What do you think? What is the situation in your country? And what would you do if it was your decision to change this policy? For me, I believe education should not put you in debt for the rest of your life. I also believe that more money should be invested in alternatives to university, professional training, apprenticeships, etc. University is not for everyone, but it should be available for everyone who wants to go. Here are today's comprehension questions. As always, the written questions and answers are available in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. How much debt does the average UK graduate have? Name three things I mentioned that the GI Bill paid for. True or false? Bernie Sanders is an opponent of free education. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. Please share with your friends, check out our social media links in the description and send us a message. We really appreciate all of your feedback. If you have any ideas for topics, future podcast guests or other learning formats, please let us know. And please leave us a rating. We're now on Instagram. I'm producing daily content focusing on improving your vocabulary, grammar, pronunciation. So make sure you check out the Thinking in English page. Thinking in English podcast on Instagram or the link is in the description. Instagram is also probably the best way to contact me. So if you have any ideas, please send me a message. All transcripts of the podcast are now available on the Thinking in English blog. Vocabulary lists, comprehension questions and articles are all there for you to read. There is also some extra content not featured on the podcast. So make sure you check out the link in the description and go and spend some time reading. Thank you and see you next time.